0: Welcome to the WDW for Families podcast, a show dedicated to helping families plan their trip to Walt Disney World.
1: All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and every time I want to say .com, but we're not a .com. You can find us online. We have an online presence. Okay, so I'm here with Randy. Hi. Randy, why don't you give me that look?
0: I think we are online. I'm going to look it up. You you keep going. We are online. I said we've got an online presence at www.forfamilies.com. We have that?
1: Yeah. I think so. Hey, Shelby's here too. (laughs) Hello, everyone. And Stephanie's back. It's exciting when Stephanie's here. No offense to you guys.
2: I'm glad to be back. I feel like I have a lot to talk about.
1: Well, this is the second show in a row you've been on. And so, how is everybody? Is everybody doing good?
3: I'm well. I hate that Jesse's not here again.
2: I know. I'm bummed, too. I, well, needed, I needed a buddy.
3: Well, you have children. my buddy. And that generally, it's
1: one of the reasons Amanda is never on the podcast it is because we have children. So,
0: By the way, www4families.com. It's the number four. Go there. Go straight to our podcast.
1: Sweet. Nice. We
0: are dot com. There is a Drop presence. The phone. Boom! Wow,
1: we've got we've got that. Well, we have been a podcast for five years now.
0: It's the only way I know how to find our podcast <laughs> because I don't I don't do anything else.
1: We. I remember when we first started that uh, one of the guys from Mighty Men of Mouse, those guys are great, uh, said, "You know, I just don't see the shelf life in y'all's podcast. I mean, Ouch. how can you talk about families for years and years?" And what else is there? Uh, well, on some level. You know, it's hard to find
3: topics sometimes. That's true. I talk about my kids all day. (laughs) All day. Well, let's talk
1: about this because um, I'll tell you what happened is we started planning for our – annual fall trip and this year as some of you know as some of you don't know we've always gone to Disneyland over Labor Day and this year we decided not to because they aren't having the Disneyland half marathon so we were like well let's go to Paris we've never done that let's run that we've, uh, when my wife started working that gave us a supplemental income to do that so we were going to do it and then our traveling friend uh, decided he couldn't do it so he wanted us to wait till the next year so to make a long story short we decided to elongate our fall vacation and do for the first time ever a 10-day vacation so we are going to Fort Wilderness for actually 11 days and we're staying there and doing all the all the stuff we're going to include universal we're just going all in this time
0: so we did uh, the hoop to do review uh 2 weeks ago okay and <laughs> sorry I didn't to interrupt there you go, and keep going. and I think we may stay at Fort Wilderness. I think it it, it may be a couple more years, but it has moved up on the priority list. Because I want to do all the other stuff. I want to do the the golf cart. I want to do the fishing thing. I want to do all that. Let me just tell you. All right. Tell me. Golf cart.
1: Yes. Thumbs up. Chippendales. Campfire. Thumbs up.
0: Yeah, I think we're we're doing one of Definitely. those next trip in, in fifty nine days. We're doing not not is a it campfire? It's a well, what's the one that's not the hoop to doo It's the
1: No, that's Backyard Mickey's barbecue. Back here, backyard barbecue. That's, we're that's doing a, that. Which, which Shelby awesome. and I went together to with yeah. our wives. And uh the no, the barbec the uh, campfire is something they do every night. Gotcha. Okay. It's it's like their
0: movie. Thumbs up for the campfire. Definitely.
1: Definitely. I love the hoop dee review. <laughs> it's 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 great. Anyways, I've lost focus here. Fishing, you're saying,
0: is thumbs down? Is that what <laughs> no, you're trying to it's say? It's
1: okay. It's just you have to pay for... Uh, you don't have to pay for fishing, but you have to pay
0: for a lot of the other things. Oh, we're, we're, we're going on the boat. We're paying. You're doing like the best... Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, my, my girls have never okay. done it. I think that'll be awesome. Yeah, I, I know that. you guys all do that all the time, but I don't do that. That's I've never brought the girls out.
1: A- anyways, I, as I was planning, because I've never had to plan for this elaborate trip and figure out like what days we're going to the park and whatnot, I realized what a headache this thing is to plan. That's and, the fun part. Well, I, it's October, and yeah. you have to be careful about Halloween parties, extra mm-hmm. magic hours. which So... This is the buildup for this podcast. I have not told any of you what we're podcasting tonight because I'm surprising you.
0: For Wilderness?
2: It's like no. a grab bag, right? No. In
1: 2015, we did a show called We're Going to Disney. Now what? And it's one of our most popular shows. But it's been three years since we've done that. And I've got three people if you include me, four people here who are kind of Disney. I mean, we've planned a lot of trips, and you're a professional Disney trip planner, Stephanie. And so I'm going to say, I'm going to ask you the question. I am planning to go to Disney. I've never been to Disney World before. I've got a family. Now what? Before you answer, Randy, I'm going to let Stephanie answer (laughs) first because I know what she's going to say.
0: She's going to say, "Go to Disney now."
1: Well, no. <laughs> the question is, I have decided to go to Disney. What am I going to do first? What What is the answer to that? Oh wait, okay. wait, wait! I know, I know, okay. I know. I know. I so know.
2: it's funny you ask this because literally just a minute ago, I got a message from someone, from acquaintance, and they said, "Hey, I need you to plan a trip." So then that leads into what is my question, right? Yeah. Do you know when you want to go? That's right. always my first question.
0: Hang on, hang on, though. No, you missed the first. So, but before, the first thing this acquaintance did. Was talk to her travel agent.
2: Well, that's true. That's
0: the first thing. No, that's that's what I thought I was that saying. if did. we're
2: gonna be, if we're gonna be really technical about okay. this, okay. her first question was, "How much do you charge?"
1: <laughs> oh, to play a trip? that's right. And that's the first so, question I think we need to answer because that's a that's a misconception that I think eighty percent of the population has. You answer the question, Stephanie.
2: Yes. So I so I said no. I I don't charge anything. You know, all my services are free. Um, Basically, just to explain it in a nutshell, I get paid by Disney. Um, Same cost, everything is the same cost. I'm booking the same stuff that you could book if you went online and did it yourself. Um, The difference is you have an agent who works with you, kind of figures out what your needs are, maybe where the best place for your family to stay and getting it kind of cost effective too. Um, So There's that benefit. And then I've said this before on past podcasts, but I'll just say it again. So if you booked yourself through Disney, um, that's great. You're going to get whatever price you get, right? If If you have me book your trip, I will watch the specials. So let's say a promo comes out, and I've already booked your trip. Well, I can go online and switch you over to that promo and save you money. Whereas Disney will not call you and say guess what? It's cheaper. A special just came out and we saved you money. So that's one of the benefits to right. using an agent.
1: Here's the, here's the summation of what you will get by booking with Disney. Thanks for paying us. And <laughs> yeah. that's, that's about what you'll get. With Stephanie or any Disney travel agent, you're going to get somebody who is looking out for your best interest. And one time when we were young and our Disney experience, we booked. And our travel agent at that time saved us $2,000 one time by just paying attention for us.
0: Well, and I'll say that Disney has their own travel agency. Correct. And so when you book through Disney, you're going to their travel agency group, and somebody's getting a commission, whether it's you know it's just it's just somebody who's not necessarily looking out for you the way Stephanie would or or someone else you know that you know yeah. and love
2: either that or disney's just taking that cut right. of commission basically right. yeah
0: you know Jesse used to be a
3: travel agent for disney and what i would always tell people is that she can also do as much for you or as little as you want if right. you there are still aspects of it that you want to plan you can still plan those things she's not doing everything for you but it is so much better to use a travel agent every time.
1: And if you've, and I don't know how many people have listened to our podcast from day one. I, I would be interested to know that uh, our friend from overseas is one of the few that I know of that does. But Randy and I, when we first started this podcast, were. We're not using travel agents.
0: No, I I did not. Neither did I, because we're
1: both very controlling. Control, sure. uh, Very controlling our own trips.
0: So yesterday morning, I was up at 7 in the morning, and I booked our Fast Passes for our upcoming trip. Um, And we've used Disney Vacation Club points. I don't have a travel agent on this trip, so I'm taking care of it myself. But I've also booked with, not to be too specific, but Stephanie. and, (laughs) And, you know, I was like, hey, Stephanie, I want Fast Passes. Would you take care of that for me? And I didn't have to worry about it. Or, or free dining, I knew it was coming out. I could have gone online and tried to change things. But I said, hey, Stephanie, when it changes, would you fix that for me? And I didn't have to be up at right. 6 or 7 in the morning taking care of those things. And I just knew it was taken care of. I think we've so, done at
1: least three shows over the past few years just saying, hey, use a Disney travel agent. Yeah. I, here's, here's why. And this is this is the main reason that we're even doing this podcast is that I woke up like you did at seven in the morning and planned all of my fast passes for the four days that I knew we were going to the parks. And we're going in last week of September, first winter of October, like half the population of the Southeast is this year. And so I, I planned that. And then I realized about five hours later that the not so scary Halloween party was going on that month at Disney world. And that The Hollywood Horror Nights was happening at at, uh, Universal. And so I can't – I had to rethink my plan because suddenly that day that I thought that I was going to go to Universal – There's a Hollywood Horror Night, and I've got little boys who would freak out at the Hollywood Horror Mm -hmm. Nights. So I had to reconsider that. Then I thought to myself, oh, yeah, I forgot about extra magic hours on the day that I go to DHS. I've got a little boy who will freak out if he doesn't fight Darth Vader. So I've got to avoid going to DHS the morning of extra magic morning hours. There's a get there earlier. there's a lot of stuff that you have to take in consideration that the average Disney person's not going to know that you can communicate with your travel agent. So that was one of the loaded questions I had on the front end. So
3: you're uh, also going to define a lot of the fine print that m- most people aren't going to see. We just had a conversation with a family the last couple weeks that had a horrible experience at Disney and listening to them tell their stories what i realized was it was really user error. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. They had wrong expectations. Yes. Yeah.
3: And that's something that i believe a disney vacation planner is going to you're going to tell people what they need to know and what they can do and can't do.
2: Right. Okay. Nothing nothing kind of annoys me more than being in a park and overhearing people say, "What are these fast passes? Yeah, how absolutely. much <laughs> how much do fast passes cost? I want to go." Oh, Right. You should have called someone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and Disney has Disney World has become more and more a planner's paradise. You you need to be planning two months, six months in advance what you're doing to some degree, at least a structure, or you're going to miss out. You're not going to have the same experience. And and that doesn't mean it would be bad, but it's going to be a different experience than if you had planned in advance.
1: Well, the days of showing up at Disney World without a plan are are long gone.
0: Yeah, if you want to achieve something. If, you, right. if you've got an annual pass, you just feel like showing up, that's fine. But if you're doing your big family trip, your once every five and once every ten year trip, then, yeah, you're missing stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so I think we've answered that sufficiently, right? I mean, we've always been pro-travel agent here except for the very first shows until we started. Randy and I started using travel agents, and I was like, a whole oh, new we should world. I was like, what have I been <laughs> I doing can with my life?" Open your eyes. <laughs> so uh, I, um, I think the next question you ask is
0: how much money is this going to cost? And how well, not, Stephanie said the next question could be when.
1: Well, yeah, it could be yeah. when, when. When's a good question. And, and let's go ahead and tackle that then.
3: Shelby, sure. thoughts on when? We are about to take a vacation in February and i'm pretty excited about that time i think a lot because of the calendar the crowd calendar Uh, we aren't expecting heavy crowds Uh, and the last time that we were there uh, with our family it was a little bit more crowded Uh, i think we were there in in the in the fall Mm -hmm. and um, i don't know i just feel like you can do a lot more when when the crowds are down But i do really enjoy christmas Even though crowds are high. That's fair.
1: Randy, anything to add to that?
0: What what would you say? Uh, If possible, go when kids are in school yeah that 's for sure if uh, yes. If your kids are of the age, if you can pull them out, if you can do that, then pick a time that kids are in school, even you know even a, a week or two maybe before your your school would have even gotten out or a week or two after like like don 't go the week school starts right not only is that a hard week to miss, but also there 's still other schools that are still out yeah. right, so if you can go. When schools are out, or excuse me, when schools are in, that's better. If you have to go when schools are out, then I would do the edge of the summer. If you can do the first week of June, at least some schools are still in. If you can do the last week in, or, you know, the the, the second week of August, third week of August, at least some schools have gone back. Um, So that's what I would say try to go if you can when somebody's in school.
1: I, I, we're, we are huge fall people, not because the crowds are any lower. In fact, the crowds have increased traditionally over the fall as the years have gone
0: on. The mid October is probably as busy as mid March now.
1: Well, early October, especially because that's when most schools are taking their fall breaks. Is but you know, like like we've said a lot on this program, September, early September, late January, mid to late January. Uh, February. Those are probably your sweet spot times to go. Stephanie, any? Other well, times? I was
2: just going to throw this out there, and this kind of goes with that. But you know, I got recently got the question um, from a client, and she said, "Okay, of these three dates, which would you pick?" And one was fall break, the other one was spring break, and the last one was right when school gets out. No, okay, let me change that. It wasn't fall break. It was right after Christmas. So right after Christmas, spring break, or when school gets out late May.
0: Like December 26th, right after Christmas? Yes. Okay.
2: Yes. Um no. and, and so we will, I mean, like oftentimes, like I'm in that case where I can't take my kids out of school at this right. point. They're too old. They can't miss stuff. So I'm in that scenario too. So I've, I'm like, I think about that on a regular basis. And for us... In that scenario, I said hands down May. End yep. of May. Yep. That's May
0: right. 28th. That's when I'd be there.
2: Yeah, right in there um, cuz spring break been during spring break, I've been during October, but I mean, I have not been right after Christmas. And I, have I, and I times. will not busy. and I will not choose to go. It is um, the
1: I think it's the worst. I, we, we've been spring break, we've been right after Christmas. Right after Christmas hands down was the most nightmare experience we had.
0: If you can do January 3rd, like Then then, then you're okay, but that's when everybody's back at school. So that, that's it, why you
1: can't go there. It really right. depends on how the calendar falls. Sure. Because sometimes January 3rd, the New Year's crowd is still there. Right.
3: But if that was the only week you could go right after Christmas, would you tell somebody, no, you shouldn't go? No, no I would, go no. when you and can I've go.
2: Had, and I've absolutely had that scenario, too. I, I have told them to go ahead and go, but given them strategies. Okay. Sure. And giving lots of forewarning. Okay, this is what it's going to be like. Right. It's going to be crowded, but here's what you need to do. Um, so I, I think if that's the only time you can go, do it and would we'll just have, a great have time. your expectations.
0: Costs are going to be higher. Right. Food's going to cost more.
1: Everything right. is going to cost but more. But go to enjoy the time of year you're going to. Like right. enjoy the Christmas decorations, all that stuff, because you're not. Yeah. You're, you're going to be in
0: long lines. And it right. might be warm enough to swim, but it very well may not. Probably not. Probably The
3: not. week after Thanksgiving, anybody know anything about that? I feel like that would be a really good time to go to get to experience Disney at Christmas, but to avoid the crowds. It traditionally
1: is included in the discount, so yep. that, that says that it's a good time to go.
2: For the past couple of years, it's it's been a good time crowd-wise.
3: I would love to go then. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And I would say, I think it used to be December 15th was still a slow time, but I think that's gotten busier now.
3: Fifteenth,
1: well, fifteenth, people are starting to get out of school. Starting to get out. Every day you get closer to Christmas, the more crowded it gets. And then every day you get away from Christmas or New Year's.
0: Yeah, New Year's. It's a drastic drop after New Year's. And
2: I don't know, this may be my opinion throwing out there as well, but I feel like that, yes, the school year's gotten more crowded, but I feel like the summer has gotten less crowded. I think so, too.
0: I felt that we were there a couple weeks ago, and I felt it was a lighter crowd, certainly than it was in March when we were there. I've been there July 4th week and thought... It this is worse. a
1: lot of a lot of stuff about nothing. Like yes. this is not as bad as I remember some October's being.
0: Well, the other thing Disney will do though is they will ramp up how quickly they run those boats through and how quickly you know they they're going to run more buses at the busier times. That's a good point. So they they know how to how to handle that too. Okay, the great. water parks were great last year Fourth of July week. <laughs> sure, they were. Uh, we were there like, not in, that crowded two weeks ago, and it was not as bad as I had thought. Well, we've done several
1: shows on when's the best time to go. I just wanted to get a brief snapshot of when you guys thought. And so now just real quick, you know, how much could a family expect? Now, I know everybody's family dynamic is different, but if we could just, Randy, if you could just give me, uh, you know, just a, a guess, let's say family of four, let's say they want a minimum four days in the park, and they're at Pop Century. You know what? What would you expect a family to spend?
0: Uh, we are a family of four. We were just there and ate what we want when we wanted for a week, and we spent uh, fourteen hundred dollars on food. Fourteen hundred dollars on food. So now what that's two hundred dollars a day for a family of four. That is less than the meal plan.
1: Okay, but what did you spend on tickets?
0: Obviously, yeah, ticket- tickets. Tickets are funky for us, uh, but I think it's right now. It's like. Uh, $120 for a one-day ticket, $210 to, it'd be like 350 ish for a four-day ticket. Is that close, Stephanie? Yeah,
2: pretty close.
0: Pretty close, 350 ish ahead for a four-day ticket. So you're looking at $1,400 for your ticket. And then for me, I'm going to pay 325 a night for my room. Because um, you're staying at a moderate. Or I'm, I'm or renting points, oh, okay. or I'm or I'm staying at a moderate, something like that. So, yeah, so I'm looking at 2100, $2,100, $2,100 Five hundred for the food, for the room, another three grand for everything else. So I'm looking at uh, fifty five 000, five thousand fifty five hundred dollars for wow. a week. Is that high? Yeah, I think so. I, that sounds high to me. What about you,
2: Stephanie? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I but I'm don't staying
0: know. in a moderate or a low end deluxe. You're,
2: you're including you're not buying the dining plan, but you're including your cost food, for that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the food part is pretty on par. Last time we went, I just got Disney gift cards, and I got like 1300 for a week, and we spent every bit of it, really? but but we ate what we want. Yeah, um, we
0: ate what we wanted, we wanted. When, wanted. when we wanted.
2: Um, but then you're staying at a deluxe. So I'm
0: too. staying at a, at a low-end deluxe at an at a Animal Kingdom or a Wilderness Lodge. Yeah,
2: yeah let's I mean, talk about the
1: family that's probably going to pop or yeah. to uh, one of the all-stars. I, I think that so, so
0: your, your tickets That's, are the same. You're still paying fourteen hundred for tickets, right? Mm-hmm. Your food's still the we, same. Still, for, you got twenty eight hundred just food and tickets. Is Our right?
3: last family we stayed family trip we stayed at Pop. There was fourteen of us that went, and it ended up being with the dining plan. Albeit, we ended up paying about twelve fifty a person, which is right at five thousand dollars for a family of four. That is with dining plan, Park Hopper. Where'd you say? Uh, Pop Century, seven days, uh, seven days in the park. That's for still five thousand dollars. Maybe
1: I'm, maybe I'm just, maybe I've been outside of that.
0: Well, and I'm doing, world. you know, I, I'll do the the, uh, I'll rent DVC points sometimes, or I have my own DVC points I'll use, so that saves some money there. Um, but
2: well, and I guess another question. I mean, you know, you get question after question piling up that sometimes comes before how much is how long do you want to stay?
1: Right. Yeah, that's a big that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Hotel wise especially. Right.
2: Cuz I mean, we're talking about right now we're discussing 7 7 days, but a lot of people for their first trip are going to maybe do 4, maybe 5. Right. For that first trip?
1: They're going just enough right. to hit every park once a day. Most
2: day. I'm I'm saying most. I mean, you're going to get some that yeah, want to do a week, but right. your average family is is going to say that hasn't been there in 10 years yeah or or never been we want a taste of it so we want to do one part per day i get that a lot oh we just want to do one part per day
0: right that's great
2: and we want to see harry potter sometimes I get
0: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah sometimes Sorry. i get that and i'm like yeah. well
2: that's different that's,
0: a, well, that's, another, can, that's another thing you can pay another three hundred yeah. dollars <laughs> yeah so what, what i would say is when we first started coming we weren't doing fifteen hundred dollars for a week for a family of four we were we were spending close to half that but now we weren't doing character me- you know we, we did character meals this time we did who did you review we did whatever we wanted um but when you when you're on more of a budget, you could you could do it on half that. I'm just saying for uh, for somebody who's listening
1: to a podcast who like just tur- went to Google search and said, you know, rookie guide. I, I think if you set aside four grand, the family of four, you could make a short vacation work. At yes, this oh, I think definitely absolutely. you could do a short. I think yeah. you
0: could do a week if you if you pick the right hotel and right. and a right. well, When, when you only we were young,
1: meals. when we were young and first going. to... To Disney, and you know, oh. we, we selected a cheap budget hotel. We stayed off property. Oh yeah, you know, got the hotel for what you know fifty dollars a night. Yeah, and
0: had our first and last night in Valdosta. <laughs> so you weren't in yeah, right. Disney World for that. Those right. first and Br- last. Brought
1: night. our own food. You yeah. know, maybe yeah. did one meal Lunchables. in the park a day. The other mm. meal was like the same. The peanut butter and jelly yep. sandwiches Amanda packed <laughs> in our backpack. Yep. You know, we we made it work, and we even did under two grand. But that was oh yeah,
0: that was years and and, ago. and watched that we did the timeshare thing. So that, that covered a day ticket for everybody. We've done that. Oh, so,
2: that's miserable.
0: Uh, but we but we've done it. Uh, we've said at the meeting. When you don't have any money, that's what you got to do oh. to get in is, is sit at the meeting for two hours and have them pitch you. Mm. But I've done all that too. So we've we've done it on the cheap, and, and I think you could do uh, a four day trip for two thousand yeah. dollars. I have no doubt you could do that.
1: I just and your here's the thing is if you're if you're wanting to go that cost cutting. What about a travel agent in that scenario? Because a travel agent mainly is trying to book people at the Disney hotels. Is that right, Stephanie?
2: Um, mostly. Fairly recently, we they started implementing um, good neighbor hotels, which they have done. Oh, yeah, Disneyland at land, for a long time. But they've done that at World. And I think, this is just a guess, I think they're sort of anticipating the Star Wars Land opening. And they want to have kind of a fallback. If all of our resorts are booked out wow. what what is a contingency plan? Um, so I um, right now I book ninety nine percent on site. Um, there are there's really few occasions that I book the good neighbor stuff, but most of what I book is on-site stuff. Well,
0: and if there's room at one of the All-Star hotels, they're really not that more, if any, more than a good neighbor hotel. It's not. They? It's yeah.
2: not, and all the amenities. Of course, you know that you get with it and make it makes it worth right. It just staying at All-Star.
0: So when we were there at this last trip a couple of weeks ago, my aunt and her family were there for their once in fifteen-year trip, and uh, they, I, you know, they said they were going the next day to Hollywood Studios to the to the park, and I was like great are you going for the extra magic hours because it's extra magic hour every day right now uh with toy story land open and uh, she said i don't think we get that at our hotel i was like well you're at art of animation you know of course you get it you know but she just didn't know her her travel agent wasn't as good as uh she could have been and Mm -hmm. did not let him know that kind of stuff and so i'm like no yeah you can definitely get in early um but yeah that's one of the perks."
1: We've talked about when maybe you go, if you get a travel agent, how much round park it might be to go to Disney. So, what about travel? And you know, at what point do you fly versus drive? Like, what's the anybody any tips
0: on that? You know, I uh, we we live about an eleven-hour drive. Would you say? Uh, Yeah, depending on where you are. Yeah, so I I would say for us around Nashville, it's about 11 hours. And for me, I'm flying if I can afford it, and if I can't, I drive. We've driven it. We've flown it. We do whatever. I'm big on the credit card points. I open up cars just to get the points and cancel them. Um, And so I'll I'll do that to fly if I have to.
3: We've got to pay for four flights now with a three- and a five-year-old, and we have been able to get flights for our entire family for $400 total. Wow. Um, through Frontier, Nashville to MCO, and I think that is worth it. Absolutely.
0: Uh, a new airline was announced today in Nashville, and they're doing $49 each way to Orlando direct.
2: And Sun called- Air,
0: Sun Air, Sun something. When does that start? Uh, well, you can go to online we right just, now.
1: We just used all of our, our uh, Southwest points for our uh,
0: October yeah, you flight. You can go online right now. They just announced it today. Wow. So, sorry for you folks who aren't in Nashville, but... If you are.
1: Well, no, actually in in Nashville, airline prices are pretty high. So until apparently now. Yeah. So uh, let's see. What else? What else should you know as you go in? Like, obviously, you need to know uh, that fast pass is something
0: you need to book. Right, I mean, dining is something you need to book six months in advance. You know, if it's your first trip, I'm going to make sure that you're doing a character meal somewhere at some time, even if you're only doing it once. And
1: how much is that going to be?
0: That's going to be steep, but but that's going to be your one. That's going to be your one big meal. I yeah, think. Give us a ballpark picture on that. It's going to be forty dollars a head. Yep.
2: Well, the thing about the character meals is they're a set price. Yeah. Um, it's not like a la carte or where you go in and order, it's a set price. So if you're, um, let's say you bring your four-year-old who loves Mickey to Chef Mickey's, and let's just say it costs, I can't remember off the top of my head. Cereal. And he gets $39. He, yeah, 30,
3: 39
2: for kids. And let's say he eats one donut. tiny little donut. Well, that's how much you still have to pay. Right. Okay. Um, so that's something to figure in, too. You know, when you talk about dining plan, is it worth it? Which we've talked about that before. Yep. But, um, yeah, the character meals are a set price. So you're going to pay that much for a kiddo, and for an adult, it's going to be 50 plus. Okay.
1: So let's say, you know, I'm planning my first trip to Disney, and I have heard people talk about these character meals. Obviously, we have talked about character meals a lot in the past. What's, you know, that's just where the characters come out. It saves you time from your kids having to see the character in the park. They get to see him in this meal. What's the one you should do?
0: Uh, it depends on who you like. If you're a big Princess fan, then you're going to do, you know, a castle or 1900 Park Fair. Or- or shush. Yeah, th- those are be the ones you're going to go to. Uh, if you're big Mickey, Minnie, you know, Pluto, Goofy, that's what you want, then there's, you know, you're going to do the... Ones Chef ones the contemporary, Chef Mickey's, right? Maybe. There, there's no. some alternatives or, or, to that one. Uh, garden, garden Grill. has got a face. Tell me. Tell me. Oh, where, no. where am I wrong?
2: I, I, garden Grill has kind of become my new, one of my really? favorites with like the traditional characters. I like Garden Grill. I like Tusker House. They have Chip
3: and Dale, too, don't they? Yeah. Garden Grill.
2: Yeah. that's that. The first time I had that years ago, I was not impressed. Went back recently. I was like, this is amazing. Which one? Food,
0: Tusker? N-
2: garden Grill. Garden okay. Grill. The food is great. The character experiences is, are awesome. Like they'll come and sit at your table sometimes. We
3: have friends that say that's their favorite restaurant on Disney property.
0: I haven't had it, but it's been they've been great for Abby with her dairy stuff. They've we're
1: been great for her. we're fans of Garden Grill. It's Chippendale, Pluto, and Mickey, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? So we're in a you know,
0: gardening outfit, right? But we're, we're
1: duck people. So we're, we've got to go where the Donald is at some point. The so we're Donald and you know, let, chef Mickey's gives you all the big five Tusker house. You get Donald, Minnie, Mickey goofy. Is that right? I, you know, it's been, it's been a while since we've been on the character meal circuit. I think Which i charity Pluto there? being there too. Okay. Well, it,
3: one of the, the character meals—you just look into which one of your—and
1: that stuff
0: changes, by the way, oh, yes. right? So you know, make, make sure you check with your travel. And
3: uh, based on who's available that day, because we've been to Chef Mickey's where we had Daisy because Minnie wasn't available. I'm yeah,
2: I'm glad you didn't say Mickey wasn't there at <laughs> Chef.
1: Well, Crystal Palace is another good option for people for who are poo. looking for a character meal for the two characters, great. and then. Uh, 1900 Park Fair Breakfast has some really interesting options as well. So So there's some great places. And
2: I want to throw this out there because I've said this before, but I think it's important. Don't plan a character meal for every day. No. It's going to drive you insane. Um, It takes longer. Sometimes your kids don't eat because they're like, oh, 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 I don't want to miss Mickey. I don't want to eat. I'm too excited. Don't plan one every meal. One. Maybe two for the entire trip,
0: and if your kids are especially young, they may be freaked out <laughs> by a big character, and so that yeah, you just exactly. kind of mess with your trip when you when you did that. Uh, you you know, they, Disney doesn't want you to cancel day of. If you need to cancel, uh, cancel at least twenty four hours in advance, but then you can move stuff around. Uh, so you know that'll be fine too. Uh, I would say as far as a tip would be, you know, have a structure, have an outline for your trip. But then once you get there, be willing to change the structure and change the outline.
1: Yeah, and that's a really good point because uh, I think one of the biggest problems with, you know, we've talked about the Cinderella complex when it – when it applies to Disney World, you know, that you see the commercials, you hear people's experience, you you want this to be the romantic kind of deal that that you envision it being, and sometimes things don't go the way you want them to, and it's not going to be perfect. So, you know, temper your expectations. Give me a tip for someone to temper their expectations at Disney and, you know, just something to keep in mind when you go.
0: Plan on a rain. Plan on crowds. Plan on swimming. Uh, that's not really a temper and expectation, but <laughs> but uh, uh, plan on being hot and bothered. Uh, plan on uh, somebody cutting you off at some point in a line. <laughs> Getting uh, mad at somebody for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, plan on those things. Plan on your your kids uh, not being as excited about the one thing that you paid extra for that you <laughs> thought they were going to love. Uh, plan on them maybe not being as excited as you hoped they would show uh because they really loved the fan that you bought them instead right that the, the, the you know the plan you, know, you mentioned was it uh, i think it was the last podcast where you know they picked the the smallest Winnie the Pooh character when they had the opportunity to do so much more they were happy with something smaller uh you know I- enjoy that instead of being uh frustrated that they're missing an opportunity that's a good point I gave you a bunch. Is that what you wanted? Well, God, kind of, sorry. Yeah. Sorry if I stole everybody well, else. No,
1: I, what I would say is, just give everybody the opportunity to choose something that's to do that day. If it's if it's functioning, you know, like go to a park and say, hey, each one of your kids, say, hey, you got you, you pick one thing and do that one thing, and then when when that's over, everybody can do something else. It's a, it's, but make sure you don't have this unrealistic expectation. That you're going to get everything done in a day, and you're going to see everything there is to see, and you're going to rush from place to place. So many people ruin their vacation by treating Disney World like it's some sort of scavenger hunt where you have to check everything off a box, and uh, it just that that's stressful. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to go on vacation and be stressed. You hear so many people go to Disney World and they come back, and you're like, "Well, did you enjoy your Disney vacation?" Well. It wasn't really a vacation. That's, that's the number one line you hear from people who get back from Disney. Well, why wasn't it? Right. That, that's on you. Yeah, that's your fault. I, <laughs> I always come back from Disney feeling pretty good about my right. uh, vacation. So,
0: Well, I, I think you know my aunt was, was just there, and, and they planned uh, two days park hopper, uh, against my suggestion. But a, a two-day park hopper so that they can see all of three parks. And then we're surprised at the end of their trip that they didn't really feel like they saw everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they said, I, I, bet it, I bet we could stay a week and not see everything. And I'm just like, you have no idea. Yeah. You could stay three weeks and not see everything. So, uh, yeah, I think if you try to think you're going to achieve everything and get everything done, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Stephanie, any thoughts on that question? Um,
2: well, I mean, I could bounce off all that. Uh, but yeah, just the expectation thing is huge. Um, that's why I tell my clients I meet with, I, I have to say, look, there's no way that you would be able to do everything there is to do. And I'm like, I, I haven't even done everything. Sure. So it's like Todd said, pick something that you know each one of your kids really wants to do. If they love Cinderella, Go meet Cinderella, Um, just for example. And that way, they've experienced something that they love. And the other stuff, they don't have to know that they missed out on it. Right. Most of the time, they won't even know.
0: Right. Uh, And and I'm okay asking, hey, it's going to be an hour wait for Cinderella. Are you sure you want to do this? And if they say yes, then I'm in. Like now, if they yeah. say no, then great, we're we're, we're moving on. Thank <laughs> goodness you didn't say yes. Yeah, what's but, plan B? <laughs> right, but but if they say yes, and this is what they want to do, and this is their big thing of the day, that's kind of think kind of what, what Todd was saying. Let's, let them do that. You know, let's let's do that one thing. That's their thing.
1: Yeah. Lesson learned uh, early at Disney World: do not force your kids to ride something they don't want to ride. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> you can traumatize them for life. It, the Battle's first ride was the uh, the Matterhorn at Disneyland. He was like two, and he was Mm -hmm. ruined. He was ruined from roller coasters. He's still, he's 13 now and struggles with roller coasters. We finally got him to ride Big Thunder. That finally happened, but he still will not ride rock and roll. His his younger brother, who's 11, will ride Mm -hmm. anything, but Battle still will not ride that. Uh, Just, you know. I, I guess what I would say at Disney World is, and when I first started going, here's another thing. Is I would always plan this one thing, like I would always want this one
0: thing to happen, like a uh, character meet, probably. yeah,
1: like yeah. a character meet, like this one character we're gonna meet and we're gonna set it up beforehand and it's gonna happen.
0: Is your trip ruined if you don't do it?
1: Right, and what what I would do is I would set that expectation for that, and if it if and I would worry about it up mm-hmm. until that point, like I can't wait for this to happen, and so. Usually it comes off great, and it was always worth the – or most of the time it was worth the wait. But in the rare case where it didn't happen, I, I I don't need to let that ruin my week. Right? Don't plan the one thing if you can help
3: it is, is my suggestion. Exactly. Although Disney will do some things to help make that magical for you if you plan that one thing.
0: What, what do you mean? What do you mean? Tell, tell me about that. Like, like, like if you if it falls apart and you don't get to see Mickey, he wasn't supposed to be, he wasn't where he was supposed to be, then they'll bring him out just for you. Is that what you're saying? Our
3: last <laughs> vacation, we went expecting, it was just after Moana, and we knew that there was a meet and greet for Moana. And we went expecting to meet Moana, and we told our girls that we were going to meet Moana, and they were so excited about it when we got down there, found out that Moana was not there. And so we went and asked some people at Guest Relations, is there any way to make that happen? And... The answer was no, but they – every single person that we asked about it wanted to know what they could do to make it right because they realized that that was going to be – that was something that we planned and wanted to happen for our family, especially for our kids.
0: And you you still didn't get to have it happen. You you still didn't get to – you still did not get to meet We have not met Moana at Disney, no. But but they did everything they could to try to make your trip great. Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, and I'll say this too. You know, I said pick one thing that they really want to do. Maybe I should correct myself and say Mm – when you are there, yeah, and make like, sure it's something that you could do. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I have. It's it's hard to, to not be planning your trip and telling them what to expect, but it's hard when you say hands down, we are going to meet this character. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because then it's like, that's, yeah, that's a definite suggestion. Hey,
1: we are going to ride the Haunted Mansion. And inevitably, when you get there, that will be the day that they're having major problems with the Haunted Mansion. It will be closed all day long.
0: Or it makes the wait three times as long. And so now you're like, sorry, kids, we're not going to do this one because we're not going to wait an hour and a half for the Haunted Mansion. And so you choose not to. Or you do wait the hour and a half, and now you've, you've dropped something else. Well,
1: we, we purposely pushed back our trip one year to wait for Pandora to open. And then when we get down there, it was closed all day long, both, mm. both attractions at Animal Kingdom, one, one time when we went. And it was just... You know, we just we planned a trip around it. And we we made a mistake. Uh, we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have planned a trip around that one thing. So, all right. Anything else you would tell somebody who's planning a trip to Disney for the first time? Anything else?
3: Make awesome t-shirts. <laughs> Make t-shirts.
0: You won't be the only ones, though. Yeah, I, th- I think I think these are good starts. Okay, Stephanie.
2: I mean, th- that's like a can of worms, really, for me. I feel like. There's right. a ton of stuff I could say, but I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I can't even.
1: Yeah, you can't even summarize start. it. Well, when, I guess when the reason I want to do this show is just because I remember. You know, I've been. I'm a seasoned twenty year, you know, or something Disney vacation planning guy who's planned three and four vacations a year to Disney, and I woke up a couple of months ago so frustrated because I there were so many things I had to do and I was I was like I cannot even conceive somebody who has zero Disney experience
0: trying to do this from scratch Right, but part of that's part of what brings you back was that you went one time and went, "Hey, see that thing over there? We didn't get to do that thing over there. I right. need to come back so that next time I'll do that thing." Mm-hmm. And so you come back again. And you're like, "Oh, we did that thing, but I would I would swim more if I had to do it over again. <laughs> I'd take more naps. I'd what you know." And so then you get to do it a little different. To me, that's part of what is magic. That's part of what's what's new about it. Um, so. I... I think it's a wonderful place that has lots of different options. That's why people ask why we keep coming back or going back, I guess. And uh, for me, the answer is because we like the comfortness of it. We like doing the same thing a lot. We like the the familiar, familiarity of that. But yet we like the brand newness. There's always something new and there's always something fun. Right. Um, so I think, I think that's part of it is that uh, you go, you don't have the perfect trip, but you have a great trip, and you need to go back again.
1: All right. Well, there you go. Disney ought to hire you to be a spokesperson, Randy. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: That'd be nice. I'm a professional spokesperson. Well, I also said expect someone to cut you off in line. So <laughs> there is that.
1: Yeah, that's a man, that's unfortunate, too. And We did uh, two of our highest uh, downloaded shows have been our Disney stress uh, episodes. So nice. th- you will definitely have stress when you go to Disney, but. You know, if you take a laid-back approach, then that that might ease that. Have a structure,
0: be willing to change.
1: Yep. All right. Well, I guess we'll be back with you guys in the near future. Look for our our podcast. Uh, Give us a like on Facebook or follow us on uh, various social media platforms. And you're never too old to wish upon a star.